this is the RNS Podcast. I'm Terrence slash all the other nicknames y'all got for me. With my co-host DC Wells, what's up, Chiz, and L. See, the conversations and stories on this podcast we have is strictly for learning purposes. We vow on this pod to always speak facts, never false narratives. RNS, which stands for real nigga shit, is a judgment free zone where we express our opinions on different topics that we deem essential to discuss. Our goal of this show is to enlighten the minds of others, because at the end of the day, we do this for the culture. This is RNS. I'm going to live. If, if, you know what I mean? If the vaccine don't work, then it don't work. Like Man. Sometimes the flu kill people, too. So it's just like, it's just one of them. It might be a new fact of life. But Man. Uh, ball is life as well. That's a you can always play horse. Nah. What's uh, <laughs> you actually wear? But, yo, I feel like tennis is going to be the new game. Like. Like nah, nigga, man, no, no, tennis, sweat that be going on them tennis balls back and forth volume. You got your own, you got your own tennis ball. Hmm. It don't work oh, like yeah. that. Really, yo, really watch a tennis game and see how many times the pe- the players and the people, how many people touch the tennis ball. Shit is crazy. They switch. Nah, I'm saying if you're only playing with two people. Well, oh, that's a great well, social distancing. Yeah, game. that's not. Yeah, no, no, tennis is definitely in my plans. Like, it's 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 just one of them things. Me and Kayla yeah. used to play tennis anyway, so. <laughs> Nigga, I went to the fucking tennis court last week. We went to fucking uh, the drone on Chaminix, the drone on the Strawberry Mansion near the Dell Center. We went to Cobbs Creek, and there was another one. I ain't never seen so many people playing tennis. We even went to the suburbs. Every single drone was filled. Ain't nobody got nothing to do. Everybody got to be an athlete now. Well, nigga, yeah. any other time you drop past a tennis court, it's empty. Damn. Let me just put it like this. I, I haven't played tennis since I was, like, four years old, and it happened, like, maybe, like, a month ago because it's, like, the only, like, socially distanced game you can play. Yeah. Tennis is also low-key. It's a good sport. It is. It's fun. It's or fun. hockey. I don't know. Yeah. You know the one thing you ain't got to worry about because of the corona now? What? <laughs> run into your ex or someone you used to talk to. Oh, yeah? Huh? <laughs> it's like, we ain't got to worry about that. There's no way on these streets, man. <laughs> no way? There's no way it can happen? No, no way. I don't know about y'all, but I'm always in the crib, man. But I can just, <laughs> I was just thinking about the last time that happened to me. <laughs> we was at an Apple, we're not Apple, we was at Olive Garden. And <laughs> I went, it was years ago. It was like back in 20 i want to say 2014 and i ran to somebody that i used to talk to from school and it was so awkward because i was with my well my current my wife now but we was boyfriend girlfriend and <laughs> she didn't even notice her like as soon as i walked in you know when you walk into a spot you gotta make sure your ops ain't there you know just scan the area to make sure <laughs> so you yeah. know I just happened to, yeah. So you know, I just happened to just you know do the good old, the good old Call of Duty recon scan real quick, and lo and behold, I saw someone that I used to talk to back at school, and I guess she must have been looking to see if her ops was in the building too, because like we connected on each other's radar, and it was just like fuck. (laughs) It was just like, (laughs) "Mm." and the crazy thing is, you know, my 
girl, my say my wife now, but girlfriend back in the time, she knew about her, but for whatever reason, like she did not see her. Like it was so insane. And, and y'all know my wife, like she sees everything. Like I can't sneak anything. So I'm sitting here sweating, like, yo, <laughs> like I hope she does not see her. And I'm sure she was probably thinking, like, this nigga really brought his girl here to this restaurant I'm working at, you know? And Yeah, I know, Dwayne, you drawing. And it, who would have thought? Like, I ain't seen her and I haven't seen her in years. Like, Damn, Dwayne. Since we graduated. Yeah. And my, so we sit down. So I'm thinking, I'm praying. I'm just like, oh my God. Kind of flex. I'm like, please don't let her be our server or, ser- you know, please don't let her be our waitress. Cause if, if she would have became our waitress, I probably would have just went home. She's like, I, I'm not doing this to myself. But luckily, um, someone else, um, someone else served us. But low, down, low key, I think like she probably asked her, like, yo, can you switch tables with me? Cause like I know Ball and he appears to be with his current girlfriend and it was just gonna be awkward as hell. So and it was funny because like she's walking back and forth, you know, serving food. I'm just sitting there like looking at the menu, just like don't make no eye contact. <laughs> like, god damn it, don't make no eye contact. <laughs> and it's so funny. And Sarah just looking at me while like, she's just like, You cool? I'm just like, Yeah, I'm fine. You trying to get these breadsticks, you know, I want these salad, you know, the extra refills and all this other stuff. And <laughs> It was one of the most stressful nights. Like I'm sweating. Like I'm in you the air I'm in an air conditioned restaurant and I'm like sweating bricks. Like, bam. Like this is the shit that you hear about on TV and you like see on the reality shows. And I'm like, nah, I know how these why these niggas would be wild. And it's just like, yo, you wanna go somewhere else? Like, we can go somewhere else if you want. We don't gotta get out of the garden. <laughs> and completely clueless, like had no idea she was there. So, you know, the night goes on, you know, we, she passes by and, and like, we look at each other and just like, you know, you get that look like, yeah, <laughs> like this is happening. And when we finally leave, um, I, I, asked, I asked Sarah, I was like, um, did you see so-and-so was working here at the, at the restaurant? She was like, huh? I didn't know that bitch was there. Where's she at? Like, Turned Who around, that, turned around, about to go back into the restaurant. I'm like, what are you doing? Like, no, like, we don't got to go back. Like, I want to see her. Did she see me? I need to know that she saw me, see me seeing her. And I'm just like, nah, we ain't got to do all that. <laughs> Let's oh, just- no. So like the whole car ride home, she's like, I can't believe you never, you didn't tell me that. Like, was you hiding her? I'm just like, how could you not see her? Oh, my goodness. Like, and then, you know, but then I would be Joe. I would be Joe and be like, yo, yo, you see the you see Jody over there? Yo, yo. Like, I used to talk to her. Like, how Joe would I be? She's like, oh, you hype as shit. You caught one, yeah, some side of the street. Like, like, like dude, that's, that sounds corny, but she deep down, she was pissed, though, because I guess for whatever reason, she wanted to flex in front of her. And she's like, yeah, now, bitch, yeah, I'm with him now. Fuck you, all this other shit. Like, that's why you're oh, working shit. at Olive Garden, bitch. You could be eat- eating here. <laughs> it's just like. Damn. Where's the animosity from? All the grease. I want to know. I also want to know what would have happened if. She did see her. Like, have you? Like, do you have any idea? Does Sari ever say? Oh man, what she like, would do if she was like, if she was if she would have saw her, I sh- I know she would have went to the hostess and would have been like, "Yo, can I get her as my server?" And would have just trashed her, <laughs> trashed her the entire time. Like, oh my, goodness. like she probably be like, yeah, you know, like I ordered the fucking meatball ravioli and you gave me the fucking shrimp alfredo. He's like, "Well, I'm sorry, miss you." I said I ordered the meatball ravioli, bitch. Get that shit right. It just like trashed her then entire time all right can you ask for the water yeah you know can like just can I get some like, more water <laughs> like just probably just trolled her like you know because you know that's how they do they just troll each other and I, it just would have been an even awkward 
an awkward word. I don't even know if that's a word, but it just would have been a more stressful night because I was just like, I'm just, just wanting to get these bread, these free breadsticks, man. And, you know, happen to see man. the hop, happen to catch the hop. You risked your life for them uh, breadsticks. I mean, we was already there, man. You know, that was back when Olive Garden was popping. You know, now they kind of struggling right now, but, you know, them sides was hitting. You know, them sides was hitting. And, you know, what, the buy one, get one free pastas, whatever that shit they used to have back then. But, you know, but nowadays I ain't got to worry about that because I don't see nobody. <laughs> I'm barely outside now, but. <laughs> I just thought that was right there. <laughs> you know, the good old Corona. You, I don't catch that. Hold on. So, 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 what's the origins? What's the origin story of the beef? Then, is it like she came in and she stole you from Olive Garden, Johnny John? Nah, and... it's just, it's just pretty much. You know, they hate anyone you was with prior. You know. Oh. <laughs> it's just like right. oh, cause um, I have a few. I had like I had. <laughs> I had a few friends like up at school, like like we had like girlfriends like that we would hang out with. And mm-hmm. I got with her and them social interactions like fucking decline like shit. Like it was just like, yeah, we're going to so-and-so's crib to party. And just like, no, you're not. And I'm just like, why not? Yeah, I am. <laughs> like, you know, like, well, why, why not? <laughs> that would, and that would lead into whole other arguments. And it's just like, you know, but you know, here we are. Yo, years later, I don't want to use the word ops, but you know when you're dealing with a chick like in the past, and like you know that we all had this moment in life, like you with a girl, your current girl, and you walking down the street, you might be at the mall, you see an old fling you used to deal with, you get that anxiety feeling as a man, mm-hmm. like oh shit, like what the fuck's about to go on, and then it just be straight afterwards. What's just that little anxiety that you feel? You ever got the anxiety before? Yeah, your heart rate just goes up like 100 beats per minute. It's just like, well, shit. <laughs> it's like, what's going to happen? And it's just like, you know that meme that's been going around with the with the white people where it's like the one show he's walking the other way and balls with his girl, he's like turned around. <laughs> and it, turned yeah, around and yeah, and it's just like, <laughs> it's like that. Like that's like that's that could, that's how that's how it is when it goes when it goes way left. You know, like when you do the, when you just lose all control and you just like, just like while your girl is right next to you. No, that's like the worst case scenario. But you know, you just got to like keep that, that deer vision, that tunnel vision. It's just like smoke coming out your ears and shit. Cause you focusing so hard on nothing in front of you. Yeah. And you just like, everything around you. Like, oh, I didn't, I didn't, fine, even fine, I didn't even see her. I didn't even see her. I didn't even know she was there, you know? Or like when your girl says, oh, you see the drum? Like you see her ass, her ass was fat. And I'm just like, I had no idea. Like point her out for me, yo. Like where was she at? And mind you, you scoped her like five blocks away, like through the walls and shit. <laughs> it's just like, that's just how we got that x-ray you got vision. got that x-ray vision? Yeah, you know, looking like through <laughs> just looking through walls and shit. Like, oh, my fat ass is just tingling. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there is a fat ass approaching. Mm-hmm. It's just like oh I mean, it's like I do I risk it all for that for the view, or do I just do I just picture it from the front? Because you know nowadays you can just picture it from the front now. Because you can tell from the front, you just like yeah, like that shit crazy, and giving risk, away all the game. Yeah, they yeah, already know, man. They already know, man. They already know, man. Crazy wild comments. <laughs> they already know, man. You don't think they don't know? Then you a fool. So, but hey, man, it's all right. But the corona you ain't got to worry about none of that because ain't nobody outside no more. 
You know, I mean, <laughs> ain't I think, no more. Ain't I don't think I really. If, 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 if I'm out and I and I see my ex while I'm with my current partner, I mean, you gonna dap her up? Nah, I, I mean, <laughs> I'm, I'd I say I'd probably say hi. I mean, the mm. depending on I might give you a hug or something mm. like in and you give hugs like, out here during oh, Corona season. Crazy. You were asking me to Well, not not during Corona. Not but I'm even. talking about normal times. No, not even Corona. He's trying to get shot on the spot, man. Well, yeah, <laughs> it's not like I'm not going. I'm not going to try and shade nobody unless like you, unless we legit ended on bad terms and you were just a bad person. But if we just ain't work out because we just ain't work out, it's like, yo, we still you cool. I'm not going to just act like I never seen you before. That's weird. I definitely would do that, by the way. I'll just be like, unless it was like, yo, there was no doubt about it. Like you had to, you like walk directly next to him. Mm-hmm. Um, like say it was just like a crowd of people and I spot that. I'm just like, yo, I'm never looking over to that area again. Like, <laughs> just going towards know, my destination. You know, Zep, that's, that's, it's real funny you say that, but hypothetically. I mean, I'll wave or something. If that, for real, for real, hypothetically, if that happened to me, I definitely would have to tell Shorty, like, yo, I just saw my ex. Just to clear the air, because, you know, if there is a smoking gun, somebody's going to find it. Yeah. And let me tell you something. Women are the best investigators. So you might as well, you might as well just show the smoking gun, get that get that thing up out of there. Because if you flip it on, just for real, for you flip it. Like, what if your Shorty saw her ex, and they did end on bad terms? And then maybe some trolling one to happen. Then you get pushed into a situation you don't even really want to be in. Then what? I feel like females only investigate if you give them a reason to investigate, to be honest. But they're going to investigate regardless, not saying that's a bad thing. They're they going to ask questions. You you know a female that's not going to ask questions for real, for real. At first, at first, like when you start off in a relationship, yes, every female is going to investigate. But if you live in an honest life and you're not hot or nothing, eventually that's going to die. Not at all. It will never die. <laughs> I private, mean, private eye till I, I, I die. It will never ever. Yeah, I, I don't <laughs> think it. Doing it out of spite. Definitely, women not doing it out of spite. But you know, they gonna ask questions because they want clarification and reassurance at all times. You know, their favorite move is, "Oh, let me see Instagram real quick." And you just what? We need to see the gram for. I ain't got nothing in there. What you got in there? I ain't got nothing in there. What you need to see? What you need to see? She's like, just need some gram. It's like, oh, right, you can look, but you can't. You can't look at nothing else, though. You gotta hold. You gotta hold the phone and be like, "All right, what you want to see? Uh, messages here. Here's the one message." And it's just like, you know, it's just sometimes man, oh, man. maybe be fishing I'm, for dirt, man. I feel. I feel like my girl knows if she goes on my Instagram, she's gonna see a bunch of big butts and uh, I don't know, like all those Instagram models and shit. Like that's yeah. just a given. Oh, did she ever get mad at you for liking one of those pictures of like a random Instagram person that you have no connection of knowing with whatsoever and you'll never meet in your life? But because you liked it, it signified that you want you you have intentions of like somehow scoping this woman out and becoming intimate with her. Is that yeah, pretty liking. specific there, bro? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that that's <laughs> kind of crazy. No, that's what I'm just saying. Cause I know some people get upset. <laughs> some people get upset oh, when they catch their man like liking like random pictures. Oh, that shit is common as hell. That's what I'm saying. I know like, it's common. I know it's common, but that's like, that's kind of weird. Like sometimes you just like it by mistake because it's like we're programmed to like stuff. So you just be scrolling through, and sometimes your thumb got a mind of its own. It's just like I didn't like that. 
and it's like lies. You know what else? Right got, you know what else got a mind of its own? What? We're not gonna go there. I mean, that's what they say. You got two heads, man. Must be two brains then. Third eye, third eye, man. Always open. Listen, man. Anybody else got any interesting stories? Yo, I. You know what? As a matter of fact, I do have like a. I have a. Co- I have a weird college story. Awesome. Tell me how y'all feel about Let's it. Let's hear it. Mm. So. When I used to work in the um, I used to work in the Wellness and Recreation Center, back at Dell State. State, shout out to my Hornets, Blase Boff, y'all listening. But um, I remember I had this coworker. He was like a, you know, he was a, he's definitely the stereotypical pretty boy, and he used to talk and flirt a lot with females. And I was a supervisor at the time, so like I'm always on the move. And I remember he was, he was definitely, he was, he was definitely macking on this one dark skinned girl. And I tell you that for a reason. So I'm minding my business. I'm actually checking out because it's the end of the six o'clock shift. And he was like, yo, yeah, yeah, shorty, yo, you cute. You cute as shit for a dark skin joint. So like my senses went off. I'm like, wait, what? What you mean she cute for a dark skin joint? So I like, I, I kind of low key interrupted the story. I'm like, she cute, she cute for a dark skin girl. You trying to say dark skin girls is ugly or something? <laughs> and she ain't even, she ain't even catch it. Like it like completely flew over her head. And I was like, yo, is that not the like the craziest microaggression, or is it just me, or am I just too sensitive? Because myself, I am a dark skinned man. But that shit bugged me, and I don't know why. Like, I feel like certain those little small microaggressions we hear it in our own community. We hear other people use them, like, "Oh, you cool, you look good for a dark skinned guy." Like, are can dark skinned guys like not ever look attractive or handsome or whatever you want to call it? Like, why mm. would you say a woman can't look good because she is dark skinned? Or give her that subtle grease. You know, you, it's like you you giving a compliment, but you got to demean them in some way because they are dark-skinned. But how y'all feel about that? I was just curious. Is it just me? I feel like people do that when, like, they really do like somebody, but then they really don't want to fully say that they like them. So they just try to throw in that little grease. Like, yeah, so they nagging right. them? You all right. But they really like them because you, I don't know, they might be scared to really say, like, how they truly feel. Nah, but T, what if yeah. somebody really said, you all right for a licensing guy? They say that all the time. They really do, though. Like, all light-skinned like, light brothers is really ugly. Like, come on, man. Bro, man. All y'all got to do, do is put on a pretty smile, show some dimples. Y'all get 500 likes. Nah, man. I don't even got to work that hard. Nah, man. Chocolate is in, man. My man Ubaku, man, changed the game. Well, I mean, you know, but that's not the topic. I'm trying to keep it level for everybody, playing field level for everybody. Uh, but yeah, I was, just, I was, I was just curious to see how my, see how my brothers feel about that story because it just made me feel some type of way. Like, hey, yo, brother Z, for real, for real. If somebody told you, oh, you cute for a Filipino, how that gonna make you feel? I don't know, man. That shit. I just I just think that like I just I can't see that comment not being like um made with like some sort of like like I feel like you definitely sling grease some at somebody. Some type of ill intent behind it. Yeah. Like if somebody said that shit, oh you look good for a Filipino, I'm just like (laughs) that's not even a compliment then. See (laughs) what I'm saying. Don't give me compliments if you if it's not real. So um yeah, luckily I don't I haven't gotten um I'm trying to think if there's anything else that like people like 
do that's like low key insulting besides that too because I, I feel like it's common and maybe we just don't recognize it oh well, let's, yeah let's, let's, flip it, let's flip it real quick you ever heard you ever heard a brother say to a caucasian person oh you, yo he danced pretty good for a white dude same way or you'll think of the sports that white people can't yeah, that's what i was just thinking about too like oh you're a good ball player for a white guy there yeah. you go or oh, when they say for a black guy or when they Ooh. say about lebron Oh, you're very articulate and well spoken. For a yeah. black man. Mm-hmm. They don't because even have to say for it. They don't have to say for a black man because they never they never say that to like a white person. They never say, Oh, he's articulate and well spoken. They only point that out when it's like a minority person. Yeah, person of color. Yeah, that that's kinda like that's a microaggression. Like, oh yeah, he's well spoken. Yeah. Well, you know, they never gave us a chance to learn how to <clears throat> read and write back then. But so when we learned, it's like, oh, shit, like you smart. I can I see like you got potential. Like we haven't been learning. Like we haven't been learning since day one. Yeah. We, we, <laughs> learning in secret. Learning in secret. I feel, like, I feel like we all are the same out here. Like, seriously, like, like deep down, like there's like not much difference between the races. It's just kind of like where we um for me, it's like class and just kind of like there's a lot of things that make you up. But at the end of the day, on just like a fundamental genetic level, like we all feel the same ass shit. We all mm-hmm. see like it's, it's nothing like I just it doesn't make sense to me that um, that this is still an issue. And we have to. And there's a lot of like there is definitely a lot of little microaggressions. Like once y'all started like ratting them off, I'm like, oh, yeah, definitely. And it's um, I just don't understand it. Like, why? Why is it? Why are we so difficult? You know, I mean, I think a lot Every of it is. I think a lot of it is psychological. I mean, to be honest, you don't believe it's systematic. Now I mean, the interrupt. Yeah, it's it's definitely. Yeah, it, it is. It is. Yeah. It's, it comes from like a a systemic like psychological uh, manipulation like that occurred over like of course like hundreds of years. Not to always bring it back to that, but it is like the whole lighter light skin dark thing like. That shit get on my nerves, low key though. Yeah, but that's just a way that that's just a tactic. That's how you divide the blacks. Like mm-hmm. where the truth is, like you know, blacks from all over Africa come in different shades, and so it it really don't mean nothing. But when you start, when you want to divide people, you pick trivial things that are easy to pick out, and you say, "Oh, light, dark," and then you go rich, poor. And Yo. then you educated, uneducated, you just keep going and making subdivisions. And so like, it, it's really, it's just a psychological thing. And it's just something that was put onto us. It's, it's just colorism for real, for real. And it's sad because he, he was, I guess that boy that said it, the light skin bull for him to say like, Oh, you cute for a dark skin girl <laughs> means that, that one, the fact that you had to point out that contrast means that you somehow think your skin is superior in some way. Right. And the complexion theory. Exactly. And so you, it's just sad to see somebody like actually subscribing to that line of thought. And and it's really sad to, to think that like, you know, there are people raising their kids out here like this. And so it's just, it just goes to show you how deep rooted it is. That in yep. this day and age we still dealing with it. Just to piggyback off of it about the whole complexion thing, that's that's crazy you say that because um, everybody knows I'm Jamaican and culturally, 
like, I don't know if y'all know, but a big thing in Jamaica is bleaching skin. And where they got that from, it's like, they seen Michael Jackson. This is, this is facts. And they associate light-skinnedness with, you know, a level of, of hierarchy. So a lot of Jamaicans, they bleach their skin. They don't even care about the damage they does to himself, um, you know, just to get that complexion. So... Yeah, it's what happens, man, when you when you worship a white Jesus. So, I mean, <laughs> well, in Jamaica, in, most Jamaicans believe in uh, Rastafari. More so, I would believe now, right? But I'm sure because who used to own the island? Was it the British? I believe the British. It was the British. Yeah. So you know, yeah. when they came over, you know, Christianity and the Catholic stuff and all that that was prominent. Like, I'm not saying that the whole island is you know, Christians, like, like you said, there's different religions, but just in general with the whole, with black people valuing light-skinned people over our own brown and dark-skinned people, it all comes <clears> from <throat> worshiping a white Jesus. When you worship someone that is white-skinned, blue-eyed, blonde hair, you tend to value their appearance as godly. So, of course, if, I, if, if I'm idolizing that type of vision of beauty if, if i see someone who isn't like that but somehow i'm attracted to it because you know i'm a black man myself you know so i'm going to be attracted to black women but subconsciously i've been raised to believe white is right so so that's what i, I believe that's what i hope damn you you cute for a dark-skinned girl because deep down you have that inner self-love but it's like it's going against what you've been programmed to think growing up that okay they're not close to white but somehow i'm still attracted to them so it just all kind of correlates together into that, you know, type of brainwashing. But um, that's just how my brain works, man. It's a lot of it's a lot of nasty stuff in the world, but you know, it is what it is. I just think people need to. I just think people need to love themselves and stop. Like, if you're born brown, like love yourself. Being brown, if you're born white, love yourself. And and I mean that, and not to the detriment of others either. Like, you know, you can you can love yourself for being white, but like, you know, don't use that as a reason to put people down, other people down. Oh, for sure. Everybody should just love love themselves. Yeah. Yeah. Love yourself. I mean, like I said, we're really all the same people. It's just this level of somewhere thousands of years ago, someone created a system where it's like, all right, since we're all we, we are equal, but we can somehow benefit by making some people less valuable than others based off of their, you know, religion, race and whatever you know however how else you wanted to classify people you know because before then I mean, we were all one they doing it now yeah i mean it's been going like, on since day one you know? exactly there there's no there's no other reason uh to explain the like the the incarceration rates for black people the 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 number of bad encounters as opposed to uh, with other races for black people, mm-hmm. the economic struggle for black people, all the regulations, all everything that was put against and committed against all the transgressions that were committed against black people. It's just like, you know, you, you just, it's all, it's just psychological, man. And, it, and it's, it's just real sad. And so it's just like, that's just kind of what this place is. Exactly. Today, we are talking about the toxic masculinity. 
So one of the biggest talked about things in the world today is toxic masculinity. And simply put, toxic masculinity is an unhealthy expression of masculinity. We are going to go more depth into the uh, topic, but we are also going to touch on uh, toxic femininity, if that's even re uh, really a thing. So um, anyone want to speak on it first? Any, what about any toxic males? Toxic males? I mean... Well, just the idea of toxic, toxic uh, masculinity. Every time I think of toxic masculinity, I think of future and the weekend, man. Those are like the king toxics out here, man. Just, you gotta explain. I don't know, man. <laughs> we don't know about the about future. The future, but the weekend. So I don't know if you if you follow. So I don't know if you listened to the weekend's last album that he put out. But one of his songs literally starts off, um, "I don't need a bitch. I'm what a bitch needs." That's just <laughs> that shit. That shit is like crazy. I'm surprised he was even to get that shit off in 2020. Like with the whole, you know, Me Too movement and everything. Like I can't believe he got mm -hmm. that shit off, and that shit was played on the radio. Well, your man Drake say a lot of crazy shit too, but uh, I mean Drake. I mean, I don't know. We're not talking about Drake right now, man. Wait, 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 wait. Real quick, <laughs> I'm not coming. I'm not coming to Drake's um defense, but I'm just curious. What do you say? <clears throat> Drake says crazy shit all the fucking time. Like what? I mean, DC <laughs> Wells had a whole line. Just, just curious. Just curious. Some crazy shit that he says. Like when a good girl's goes bad, it's not the end of the world. It's just the end of a world that you have wonder. Uh, I'm gonna see if I can. I'm gonna see if I can find a link or find a quote. <laughs> I mean, I, I gotta not be slandering Drake around Lance, dog. <laughs> no, whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, hey, 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 oh, hey. Okay. Oh, 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 I'm not coming to my man defense. I'm just curious. I, guess, I, mean, I, I got I another. Crazy in a minute. I got another toxic. This, this, now this, this fucked me up because I listened to this song. It's called Faith by the Weekend. This came out on his new album. And I've had to listen to this album like plenty of times. And I just happened to be on running one time and I like heard this bar from him. And I'm going to read it for y'all. And I'm just like, bam. Like this shit right here fucked me up. So in his, in his song Faith, one of the bars, he says, but if I owe, <laughs> but if I owe D, I want you to OD right beside me. I want you to follow right behind me. I want you to hold me while I'm smiling, while I'm dying. What the fuck is he talking about, yo? Like, oh, can you- Your man, your man, we can definitely want some cocaine yo. Style. That sounds like crazy. How, how toxic can you be? Like, you, like, you want you- <laughs> Like, you want your join to OD with you? You know, we all know the we can be on some drugs, yo. Like, hey, I'm not Record mad at them he, albums. He gotta be. Oh, absolutely. He gets that shit popping though, and it's and it's good music. Yo, I, that's what you into. <laughs> I found a um, I found a uh, a quote from Drake that was that's a little drawing. Um, <laughs> chances are, if she was acting up, then I fucked her once and never fucked again. So, <laughs> hey, she could <laughs> wait. She could have a ass. She could have a Grammy. I still treat her ass like a nominee. <laughs> here, I got a, I got a bar for you because I know this one. My side girl got a five S with the screen crack, still hit me back right away. Come on, come on, come on, yo. Yeah, I, I feel, I feel real what? awkward just like reading that shit all formal though. That's why I started dying. Man, I mean, I got, I got something to back that up from the weekend. He says, "All the pain that you feel, 
you can tell that we ain't making no love. Like he just going straight off the rip. Yeah, I know I'm fucking you. I'm I'm drawing right now, but hey, it is what it is at this point, man. I mean, I don't know, man. People say Future is the toxic daddy, no homo, but I think I, I mean think he weekend, does have like twelve baby mamas, and he continues to keep that list going. But whose fault is it that he keeps having it? Is it really his fault, or is it is the it? woman's fault? I mean, I mean, is he sling? Is he slinging some crazy nonsense that we don't know about, or? I- I mean, after the third... I mean, hold on. Is he taking care of his kids? No. He is taking care of his kids, but he's not doing it in the cleanest fashion. Hold on. So is he taking care of them or is he not taking care of them? Well, I'll say this. I guess some of his baby moms are going to court for, I'm guessing, either more money because I think Future ain't trying to pay, I guess, what you're supposed to pay. I mean, there's a whole... There's a whole fucked up system with child support and, you know, I, I that's a topic for another day. But he is going through court because I think he wanted to pay somebody like a thousand dollars and Shorty only asked for like three thousand but could have got like ten, fifteen a month. And it's like, fam, she only asked for three thousand a month. When you came back with like, yeah, you want three grand, I give you a thousand. Like, like, come on, man. Like, you're just asking for that shit now. But, but well, I mean. I got a quote for you, too. This is yeah. from Frank. Your man, you thought I was gonna find nothing. You took long <laughs> enough. Just saying, you took you took long enough. But it's cool. Go ahead. There's so many to skim through. I had to pick the best one. Sure, you did. Continue. I'm 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 trying to say how Drake would say it. Uh, never lose yourself while trying to hold on to someone who doesn't care about losing you. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I'm gonna say how I would say it. Never lose yourself while trying to hold on to someone who doesn't care about losing you. I'll let you break that one down. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, it's self-explanatory. Basically, what Drake is saying, don't love me because I don't love you back. Man, I got this for you for the weekend. He says, I got a test for you. You said you want my heart. Well, baby, you can have it all. There's just something that I need from you. Is to meet my boys. I got Whoa. a lot of boys. Whoa. Shoo. Shoo. Like, come All on, right. man. That's, right. I don't know, man. We out here talking trains now. Case closed. Case closed. I mean, we can pull up the future bars, but I, I got to give the weekend a run for toxic, toxic lyrics, man. I mean, case closed. Yeah, actually, you know, I remember some future shit, and I don't listen to a lot of this stuff, but he said, uh, he been on. Uh, there's a song where he be like, he been on the Molly and the Zans with your daughter, <laughs> and then he says, and you know what? If she catch me cheating, I'ma never tell her sorry. Mm. And then he doubles down and says it again. If she catch me cheating, I'ma never tell her sorry. Mm. And it bops. I got, I got <laughs> song and it bops. I got <laughs> that's just that's just slaps. Yeah, that song is crazy. I hope these are true lyrics, but I just found like a whole toxic future lyrics page on Instagram, not Instagram, Twitter. Oh, wait, hold on. Hold on. You know what? I can't, wait, I can't, just to, just to also crown, crown future, y'all know the song March Madness, right? Yeah. Oh, God, He man. said, what did he say? He said, <laughs> he said <laughs> no, he said, uh, I took a Molly fuck shorty even though she was average. What did he just say? I mean, that sounds like something. Oh, I ain't even want to fuck shorty, but I I fucked shorty because I was on a molly. Yo. Yeah, he said, 
I ain't want to fuck her, but I fuck but, her even though she average. Even though she average. Wow. I, oh. got, a, I got a future. All right, enough, enough with this Drake and future stuff, man. You mean we can never go all day on that we're, shit. We're, that is, that is toxic masculinity. What, hold up, but what about... Uh, what about what about toxic femininity? Is is like is 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 WAP considered toxic uh, femininity? That shit is mad toxic. Why? It's Why verbal is it that toxic? It's, it's, it's verbal abuse. It's verbal abuse. Like, There's some hoes in this house. I mean, it's, it's been some hoes in this house since nineteen There's since the nineteen hundreds. No, you're mm. not hearing me, man. There's some Megan hoes. Stallion said, "If you ever ate my ass." Then you're a bottom feeder. That shit is verbal abuse. That's toxic. That, that, that that's kind of toxic. That that's pretty toxic. Why did Tory Lane? No, I, I don't even want to touch on it. No, fuck no. Fuck oh damn! No. Tory Lane's no. bottom no, feeder. No, 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 that's why. That's why I stopped myself. That's why he mad. <laughs> no, that's why I stopped myself. But what about what about the city girls? Act up, you can get smacked up. Oh, we playing? Okay. Okay. I don't know, man. It just sounds like she likes extra large Big Macs. Well, the, all right, so when y'all heard this song, did you laugh be, at the part when she didn't know what the back of that, that dangling thing in the back of her, your throat is called? Yeah, yeah but it, <laughs> we don't need to know. That shit ain't flow. Is it? Is it? I, I think is it, you, is, what is it called? A uvula? What is it called? A uvula. 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 I think the point is, we we all knew what the hell she was talking about. So whether she said uvula or not, we knew she, she got the point across, and it's still bop. So I'm just like, oh, nasty man. I mean, oh, she no she clearly says she don't cook and she don't clean, but she gonna show us how she got that ring. I mean, <laughs> that toxic. She ain't fucking playing, yo. She, that she consider, that consider toxic. That could be yo, considered I, toxic. I, I seen a tweet where where there was like uh, a pick me died <laughs> when Cardi said that line. I don't cook, I don't clean, mm. but I still got a ring. <laughs> That's true, pick man. Die, a pick me dies every time they hear it. <laughs> hmm. She said, spit um, in my mouth, look at me in my eyes. <sighs> Come on, man. Um, uh, you, maybe, maybe some women are just really outward when it comes to saying how they want it. Don't tell me to spit in your mouth. I'm gonna tell you to get out. I'm not that I mean, I'm, not, I'm not on that level. But what what is she smacking? What is she smacking and say she wants some more? You going you gonna get up and leave? Wait, what, what, more spit? Or are you just no, talking about more? She's smacking you. What if she just smacked you? And said, "Go harder." Oh, that's different, though. What's the gotta, difference? We gotta establish the safe word, though. Oh, now you niggas want a safe word? Nah, some, some people don't like spit. Some people do everything but spit. But know. but spit. All right. What if what if somebody wants scratch? What if somebody want to get smacked a little bit? Oh no, that's fine. It all, as long as it's oh. all consensual. It's all as long as it's all consensual. But um, ask you a question: What do y'all think is the definition of toxic femininity? Like, is uh, it a gang and a gang as far as, like, toxic masculinity? I can give you a Google. <laughs> yeah. Let, let's start yeah, with the Google. Yeah, the make up our own shit. Not a Google definition. The definition. The de- <laughs> but here's the thing. Like, if toxic feminine traits, if a woman displays toxic feminine traits, then these are tactics women use to survive oppressive misogyny. You. 
She said, I tell him. So should, of- I, should I um, read the actual definition? I think oh, yeah. in a nutshell, yeah, yeah, is, sure. um, is t- so it's when women use their gender to obtain uh, certain privileges. Um, it is when noxious and direct nodes of confrontation are masked with gentleness. So it's like, yeah, they're using their gender to get things. So I think what you, you were just about to say, T, that, you know, is that really necessarily a bad thing? Because it could just co- combat like the um, the natural things that's against them. Um, and it's so like, do you think it's toxic that a female can semi flirt with the cops and maybe get a speeding ticket reduced or just get off with a warning? That's that's absolutely toxic femininity. Why? For the same reason that if a if a dude were to uh, try and do the same thing to a female cop, like that, flirting a little bit. But we supposed to be hard, abrasive, and beats. We ain't got time to be weak. We ain't got time to be showing no feelings. You show I mean, feelings, you're weak. You're a weak I, man. I guess it's the it's, it's the audacity that you could do that without being invited to do that is the is the toxic part uh i guess that's what people people don't like so you just gotta read cues yeah i think we i think i can i think we can safely say that it's definitely a thing it's not like a made-up thing because yeah i would say i would say a femme fatale is is a is is an example of of toxic femininity like a black widow i don't know what that is what is that what's a what's a femme fatale Femme fatale is like a a woman is like a like a is it an ocean like a like a like a Joni Joan that a that's highly lusted after that can get men to do whatever she wants them to yeah, do. Yeah, like a black widow. Oh, I can. Oh, is that I what can, that is? Okay. I can give yeah. y'all the, the 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 Google definition if y'all want. I'm, I'm good for it today. All right, go ahead. <laughs> An attractive and seductive woman, especially one who will ultimately bring disaster to a man who who becomes involved with her. Yeah, so like like the ones who marry dudes for money, milk them for all their things, and then just mm-hmm. divorce them in the end and take their money and then just go to the next. That's 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 toxic femininity. Can uh, can they be toxic if they like force you to change, like change right. how you are? Like Kim Kardashian? <laughs> God, fuck Kanye. Uh, yes, like Kim Kardashian? I mean, I think that's just, I think if they, if they cause you, if they, if they, are you saying that they want you to change who you are? No, like they're forcing you to change. Like, the, like you don't really want to change, but they making you like do shit that you don't want to do. And it's oh, like. I, I wouldn't say that's toxic femininity or toxic masculinity. That's just toxic humanity yeah that's just yeah that's toxic humanity that's just that's just a bad person (laughs) yeah i can agree with that no doubt end of the day we are some toxic motherfuckers you know oh yeah no doubt but um i ain't toxic like the weekend and that nigga i'm with you brother you know what's so funny with drake he said he in his songs he talked about oh i love all my black queens and BBWs, but my man got a white woman pregnant. Just thought that was so funny. What's, what's that got anything to do with it? He was clearly, unfortunately, Drake was Drake got his dick wet and paid the price. Yeah, you know, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't, I don't think there's anything. Yeah, you do I, know I Jimmy. You know who Jimmy Graham was. Uh, it can't be anything wrong Jimmy with Graham. Jimmy. You know who Jimmy Graham Jimmy. was. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. He he, a young single bull. He can he can appreciate black women and, and big curvy women while still dipping his 
skinny dipping in uh, international waters. You know what I mean? It just sounds like he just wanted anything to get in between, for real, for real. Yeah, he wanted to. He wanted to go to France and be a nigga in Paris and get like a little French model Joni John. He wanted to, he wanted to pop, and you know what? She got him. I don't know how he made that mistake, man. Like you, hey man, that's toxic femininity, right? <laughs> like, did she lie to? Like, is it is that considered toxic? She lied to him and said, "Yeah, I'm on the pill." Oh, that's a good. I think, that's just, I think that's, that's a great question. Is it toxic if a female tell, tells you she on a pill? Y'all decide to have sex. She get pregnant. That's, but that's don't toxic really humanity. That's, yeah, that's toxic humanity. humanity. That's just you being shitty. Mm. Well, I mean, okay. yeah, it's shitty, but I mean, that's like a the female view. I guess the male's view would be like, yeah, I put a condom on, but then you rip the top of it without telling her. Nah, absolutely, absolutely horrible. <laughs> like that's that's absolutely horrible. So yes, yeah. both toxic humanity. Oh gosh, I feel like toxic femininity is pretty much like. A female using her powers as a woman, everything about her, all her good qualities, to take advantage of a guy. Like, I feel like, got like females who um have sugar daddies. Those are toxic. Well, that's a um a trait of toxic femininity. Nah, that's, nah. Tr- that's tricking, man. Nah, tricking. nah, yeah, that's that's just but a game. But is it necessarily tricking if you got it? <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's still it's still it's still tricking. Yeah, it's still tricking. You can right, be, I mean, hey, hey, man, it's just because long, you can afford to trick, don't mean you get to call it something else. It's I mean, hey, man, but you gotta call a spade a spade, right? Yeah, that's what I said. Spade, yeah. spade. spade. You can say, and say you gotta call a trick a trick. But not wrong I mean, trick. it's not wrong. You tricking on somebody, man. Yo, listen. If there's there's nothing wrong with being the sugar daddy, to a sugar baby that's looking for a sugar daddy. As long as the age confines are, are within the legal realm, then I don't see anything wrong with it. If you 24 and you decide you want like a 60 year old sugar daddy that's going to buy you stuff, yo, that's your right. He might put the down payment on your house. He might pay for all, <laughs> of, all, all your trips. He might take you around the world. You might not do get to do that otherwise. And you know what? Maybe you just want to do that. And I, I don't see there's nothing wrong with it if if both parties are agreeing to it and both parties are having a good time. This is this is life, man. And you only get one, so you get to live it how you want to live it within you know the laws of nature. Right, so let's not use the sugar daddy. Let's use the girl who's taking advantage of. I would do the simp of the simp. The, the, the simp. The Simpson. Yeah, what about <laughs> what's a Simpson? What, what is this? Simpson. Wait, wait, wait. Uh, it's just a play on words. What a simp is. Oh, a simp. Like a simple person? Like a S I M P. Oh, okay. I think I know this language. This is all right. So I've been seeing these YouTube videos about simp lately. And it, it, it's usually about dudes that's angry with women. No, 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 no. Simps are suckers. Yeah, yeah. And and usually the dudes that are angry about women make YouTube videos about simps and no, talk about alpha yeah, male, stop. beta male, yeah, and how she getting played so he's a simp because she playing him. Mm. I've been I've been I've been on the I've been I've been in this wormhole. But go ahead, never mind. So I like a, <laughs> so I like a, I've been in this wormhole. I'm about to say, is that like a sucker, a simp? Is that like a, a new word for a sucker or something? Like yeah. you ever hear, like, Daryl? It's like somebody say, for example, hypothetically, I'm a simp for big butts. Like, mm. 
Nah, nah, for big nah, nah. I can give y'all the official uh, diction, the uh, official dictionary um, meaning. Oh, what's that? Give, give it to us, Webster. Let's go. Give it to us, Give us the definition. Meaning for it. Simp is a slang insult for men who are seen as too attentive and submissive to women, especially See? out of a failed hope of winning the, some entitled sexual attention or activity from them. Oh, that's a sucker. You. That's a sucker. What's yeah, it's you? just a sucker. It's the it's 2020 sucker. version of sucker. <laughs> nigga, that's exactly. Because that's the, that's the female taking advantage. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> hey, yo. It's yo, yo get your man. <laughs> what is it? Get your man. <laughs> that's the new age. I'm confused, man. Like, I'm old now. So I guess is that the generation? What is this? Gen, the Gen Z version of a sucker? Z is next. Nah, yeah. it, it, it's really it's it's what we call. It, this is a millennial word, simp. Like, it's it's literally like what what you call exactly what Zep said. It's like it's a boy who, you know, his girl be like, oh, I'm stuck in the rain, and he'd be like, yo, you want me to come get you? She'd be like, nah, I'm just gonna spend a night at Trayvon's house. So like, oh, okay, uh, can you come pick me up in the morning? Okay, yeah, I'll pick you up in the morning. And everybody know that Trayvon fucking beating them walls down, and then he just gonna pick them up in the morning. Oh uh, man, you say simp, I, I say sucker, man. I understand. <laughs> they they call those guys simp's. I, I understand y'all saying simp is a sucker, but what about the female? What's her role in this situation? She can because be a sucker too. She, oh no 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 no! Oh no! I get what you're saying. If, if oh she if she knows time. if she knows that the dude's a sucker and she's playing off of it to get what she wants. She she's playing this dude to you know buy her all the fancy Chanel bags, earrings, uh, buy her a new uh, radio for her car. That's I mean, an opportunist point. And what's the opportunist? The definition of what Zep said, um, as of toxic femininity. Ooh, you about to get some That's people mad, man. That was T.J. Cook who said that. You ain't say nothing wrong, T. Oh, oh, I think dog. I think we gotta frame it though. Like toxic femininity <laughs> is not like anything, it's not like a major issue in the world. Like there's a, a fucking million things worse in the world than toxic femininity, in my perspective. That like, yeah, it's a thing, but it's like like all right, it's not that big of a deal we don't need to be trying to change that or nothing it's just kind of a thing oh yeah they're, 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 that's that's low on the totem pole right yeah, now watch man. this though toxic masculinity versus tax toxic femininity that makes the toxic masculinity makes toxic uh femininity look like nothing because yeah, yeah. nah mm. oh. nah i think oh. so Nah, it's, it's it's just two different tactics of war. That that's all it is. Like, one could be a little more brute force, and the other the other be, is finesse. So what's yeah. oh, remember though? But it's, it's still war nonetheless. But men actually are in position of power to enforce their toxic masculinity. That's that's the the key uh, the key difference. Yeah, I mean, right now men are yeah. <laughs> But I mean, there are situations when women are as well, and there will be a time when women can assert their toxic femininity on men. I don't think we're nowhere near it. It's gonna happen, and I'm just saying. Well, 
I would say odds are that one day it will happen or either that or it has already happened because humans have been here for 300,000 years, so we don't know what the fuck. Yeah, I mean, it's not it, it's not um, out of like like one day. What is it? More women out there than than men? Like one Absolutely. day. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So they could eventually be. That could eventually happen. You never know. Yeah. It's always at the end of the day, the people in power is the one. Um, they be enforcing all the bullshit, whether it's racism, sexism, and or classism, and that can be man, woman, black, white. But you know. Yeah, and and I think too, you know how you you get a great equalizer. Like as in like back in ancient times, if one boy was five foot five and another dude was six foot five, then if the six five boy said, what's yours is now mine, then that's just what it was because there was nothing you were really going to do against the guy who's a whole foot bigger than you and probably so much taller than you, right? Then you get weapons and it becomes an equalizer. You something like a gun. Now... You you can get the five five guy who can beat the the six ten guy or whatever, right? That's, it's the equalizer. So like the great equalizer now, like that men had, but or excuse me, that men had this whole time was physical force, like brute force, troops, yada yada yada. But in the age of technology, technology is essentially going to be the it's it's the gun, it's the new gun now. So like whereas to give you an example, whereas China really wasn't a formidable opponent, military opponent to the U.S., now, considering what they could do technologically, it could make things a lot harder. And so you're, you're talking about a war now that's going to be fought on a cyber basis, and you there are more women, and if they ever, like, banded together, then, like, yeah, they could assert their toxic femininity the same way men would. And I, I have no doubt that they would because they're human, just like men are. So, yeah, you never know. In the, I, no, I in the really, universe, we all sitting at home, like, taking care of kids and rearing children and shit. So I'm fine with that, man. I can be a true. What's wrong, what's wrong with a man taking care of his children? Look, man, I, I have no problem. Nothing <laughs> wrong with that. I'll be I a don't know why you say it like it was a problem, Daryl. I mean, no, maybe a problem for some, I but in a parallel universe, Lance. I would, what, what I would parallel not mind. Universe? We're in one universe. What you talking about? The multiverse, man. The multiverse. What, what are you talking about? What are you niggas talking about? Multiverse. See, third eye not open, man. Third eye not open. <laughs> you, got, you got to listen to some Neil deGrasse. Neil deGrasse Tyson, man. Nigga, where's your third eye on your forehead, yeah. right? Right between where the knowledge is, man. Yeah, right? sure your it pineal is. gland. <laughs> sure it is. That's a that's a whole that's that's a high podcast though. <laughs> the niggas got me that out ain't their no mind. damn high podcast. Talk about you gotta multi, get high to have multi- higher learning. Something ain't right. Uh, last nah, time I took nah, nah. last time you I took an it. edible, man. I was hopping through time, so <laughs> I ain't talking about no damn. I ain't talking about no edible. <laughs> you give me that edible, I'll give you the whole breakdown on the multiverse, man. Good luck. I was just copies of copies. We're just copies of copies. There's another Dwayne somewhere, right? You're telling you, absolutely. Yeah, high as fuck right now. They know what they say. They say you know when you have deja vu's. It's it's it it is your version or your reality possibly catching up to the other reality or the other multiverse. Because you're like you when you have you like you swear like oh this has happened to me before, but you mm-hmm. can't recall when this happened. But because we're all somehow connected through throughout the multiverse, like I believe that's what happens when you have a deja vu is because the other version of you is farther ahead. And you're just now catching up to when that version had that moment and vice versa, you know. 
Yo, yeah. I say some crazy Give shit. A lot of crazy <laughs> I, I must shout you out. Yo. You must have been a writer for the Matrix. Give it a lot of fucking credit. I mean, red pill, blue pill, man. Have you taken a red pill, blue pill? I mean, who knows? We might have be in the Matrix. Have you unpotted yourself, Dwayne? I mean, I think I took the blue pill, man, because this doesn't seem like life, man. It seems like a simulation. Mm-hmm. Yo, hold on. Look, yo, let me say some crazy shit, right? <laughs> oh, my fucking gosh. It's, it's, it's super relevant. So, um, yesterday, like, I like I heard some noise I've never heard before. Like, the, it, it sounded like the whole building collapsed. It didn't make any damn sense. Went upstairs to the people right above our apartment unit, oh. and they said they heard that shit above them. I'm like, what? What you mean? So, I was thinking, you know, I feel like... In that moment, some supernatural shit. A previous old Zep uh, died in a um, in a collapsed building, but not this one. Yo, all right. (laughs) Yo, did you use some sage? (laughs) All right, hold on, hold on, hold on. Because now I got a story to tell that's similar to that. I got a I got a story to tell. So I'm freaking. I'm chilling. I'm doing my thing. You know. I'm a little high. Okay, what you doing? You doing your thing? Oh, all right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm, right, smoke, right, I'm right. chilling. Boom. So me and Kayla, we usually, like, crack each other's backs and shit, right? True. Mm. And, and she put the strap on? Huh? She put the strap on? You're breaking you your back crack? Oh, Damn. my goodness. Y'all my back. Hey, bro. Get the fuck out of here. Dude, my that back. might be a little bit toxic. <laughs> my back know, is man. broken. That might be a little bit toxic. Spinal. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> so, so we usually do, like, back cracks and shit to each other. So I guess this time she she thinks it's funny to fucking go and take like a dry macaroni and like put it in her mouth so that when I cracked her back, she would bite down at the same time Mm. and then just collapse. So so she yo, so I'm high and she does (laughs) this shit and I'm just like (laughs) I I yo, I swear, (laughs) like she God, timed the shit her. perfectly, yo. She timed the shit perfectly. She, the shit went, and then she just went limp, boom. And then like I caught her, and I was just like, and she went to the ground, and I was like, Kayla. And, <laughs> and then, yeah, oh, I was, man. yo, cause I thought I killed her, y'all. Stop by that damn back cracking, yo. Oh, I, I told her I was never doing that shit again. So like. I'm just good, I yell out Kayla and she she's laughing and shit, right? Meanwhile, I'm just like fucking mourning, right? <laughs> so I'm mourning and then I tell her, I was like, yo, I just re- I just feel real bad for that other Daryl in the universe that mm. really cracked your, your back and killed you. Like yeah. I feel bad for the Daryl in the other universe that killed his Kayla because <sighs> now we don't know what the hell happened to him. So I felt like I, I spent the rest of my high mind <laughs> other me and when mm. you told that story that like when you thought you like another zep just died and <laughs> i just completely thought of that shit and i was just like damn damn she scarred still, you for life i feel bad man. for him yo how long how long after you cracked and she she you know she act like you cracked did you think damn i gotta get this shovel now uh well, never mind. Gotta get rid of the evidence, man. <laughs> hey, yeah, um, I, I think I said something like, shit, am I going to go to jail for crying <laughs> No, you like, definitely would have did time. Yeah, I think I would have. All right, so Pete, right? 
winding down to the election, one of the most talked about discussions I'm hearing is student loan debt, right? And who's going to be, who's going to present an idea to relieve millions of Americans from this debt? It made me think to myself the other day, is college really worth it? I always mm. was told growing up, college is the mandatory thing to do when you finish high school. It was either that or the military, at least in my family. All of us on this podcast are college graduates, and I just want to hear from y'all, y'all thoughts on, do y'all think college is worth it? Uh, yes and no. No, because the debt is fucking insane. Like, there should be no reason, depending on what school you go to and if you get scholarships and grants, that you should be over, like, 50K or 30K or whatever in debt for an education, for a piece of paper, you know? It's just, they need to rework the whole college structure because I can tell you right now, these loans I took ain't the same loans my parents took when they went to school, you know, whatever, thousands of years ago. And I remember my pops was like, oh yeah, you know, I went to school, you know, I worked, you know, I worked, I think he said I worked part-time or something. I worked during, I worked and I went to school and I was able to pay it off with my, you know, my job. I'm like, and I'm like, dad, I worked at Quiznos for like 30 hours a week for the minimum wage. And I struggled to wash my fucking clothes. <laughs> like there's no way like this shouldn't be like this. But on a, on a positive side, college was dope as hell. Like I had a lot of crazy, <laughs> a lot of crazy stories and fun times up there. And it's just some shit you 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 just won't be able to experience outside of college. So was it worth the amount of money that you had to pay? I mean, it. I'll say it definitely helped get me to where I'm at now. I don't think I could have. I don't think I would be where I'm at if I didn't go to school. Um, so, like I said, it's a double-edged sword. It's like well, not double-edged sword, but it's like it benefits you, but it. it it'll fuck you over because like I said, you could have a lot of debt. And if you don't find a good job, once you graduate, which a lot of people are struggling with now, like these loans ain't going nowhere with you. Like you're not going to pay them off no time soon. Yeah. I mean, like I'm kind of in the same boat where it's, well, actually, no, no, no. I'm going to say it was definitely totally worth it. I Mm -hmm. think, I think just for the sheer fact, and it's not necessarily the classes or the education that I would say was what was the most valuable part. It was valuable, but it wasn't the most valuable part. I think the most the most valuable part was the forced exposure that it that it gave me to like just other cultures, other ways of doing things, other mm. ways of thinking, other ways of dressing. Because like in, like you you grow up in Philly, and it's easy to be in like your Philly bubble and to like just like think about like just only Philly things and do things a Philly way. Like I remember being in school wearing my shit, like, like a normal Philly kid would wear. And -hmm. then people, all all the kids from like other parts of the country be like, yo, what the fuck? Like, (laughs) no, that's whack. Like da 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 da. And then like, you start to learn a little bit more about like their place and how they do it. And then you, you start to get that exposure. And I think it, it more and more than anything, it teaches you how to like network. It exposes you and it forces you to do things that you would have never done other if you hadn't have gone to college or, or a uh, university. So like in that respect, I would definitely say it's worth it. Um, it, it also teaches you essentially how to navigate the game. Like, mm-hmm. like, 
this this world is run on like bureaucracy and paperwork and process and yada 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 and it, it essentially equips you with the fundamentals you need to navigate that shit and i thought i thought that was pretty much the most valuable part but when you talk about hundreds of thousands of dollars to do all that nah i don't i don't think that i don't think it's worth it for all that you got to find a different way to expose yourself you just have to be more proactive so it sounds like you're saying the experience is worth it yeah but the outcome of it all the debt isn't. Yeah, the debt in the classes are absolutely bullshit. Like everything I, mean, I would say, <laughs> just don't stick for me. Like a lot mm. of the shit that I learned, like it's just like I feel like um, it's not necessarily something I can do, um, or that I'm just going to carry with me. I feel like I'm always constantly learning and learning, and the shit that I learned back in uh, back in college was it kind of just built the foundation. But it was like at the end of the day, um you know, you don't even remember half the, half the classes you went to and all of that. So that's, it kind of just, that's like one thing about the classes, even if they're good. I mean, but that's anything in life that you learn for real, for real, if you're not practicing it every day, I think that's why I say like the, the, the most important thing is the exposure. Like you may not remember calculus or whatever, but you're going to remember that you took a calculus class. And if ever one day you decide to, I don't know, invent something or start a business, you might need calculus, but you might not know how to do it. But at least you're aware that you'll need calculus and you can hire a mathematician or something like that. I think that's that's really what it is. It, It shows you that like, you know, you learn a little bit about how everything works and then you go and talk to specialists and you get specialists to do it. And so you, you become a specialist or you, or you become an organizer kind of thing. I I think it's just like for for college is what you get from it. It is what Mm. you get from it. Like for me, like the return on investment that I've seen compared to the debt that I had, it is worth it. it. It it was definitely worth it because Again, like Dwayne said, like what I I, I can, really can't tell you what my life would have looked like if I didn't go to Temple at all and get exposed to all that. That's a good point. Um, I feel like I took a lot. There's a lot of pros and cons. For me, kind of piggybacking off of what you said with the experience and you know you just learn different cultures. There's so many, you know, so many people there, and in college you become cool with everybody. Again, when you're in Philly, you are in a bubble, but when you're in college, you're kind of forced to interact with other people from different races, from different different backgrounds. And, you know, we went to IEP. It's a lot of Pittsburgh people. So mm-hmm. even learning the new slang, we used to be arguing about um, soda yes, and pop. They, they, say oh, pop. Yeah. they say soda. Um, we had Meek Mill. They had Wiz. Uh, what else? The food, the cheesesteaks. They got the Pittsburgh sandwich. That shit's <laughs> trash. I don't care what they say. That shit is a Pittsburgh sandwich. A little real quick, just with the yeah. culture thing. Um, um, what can't you just get that same exp- experience and exposure just by traveling? Like, do you necessarily have to go to college for that? Kinda. No. Well, it depends on what kind of traveling. Like, you just talking about traveling throughout the country, or like? I mean, yeah, like just traveling, meeting, and then just socializing with people. Um, I mean, you. Just, c- you you could, but then it's you like pay that much money. Well, I mean, f- I, for me, I know all I knew was Philly. Like I said, when we went out west, we 
I ain't really know nothing about nothing. <laughs> you know, I ain't know. All I know was blackity black, 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 and a sprinkle of ah. people. And you know, the, you know, some white. We have some white people at FLC. But you go. Yo, Zach. Just... Oh, oh, go ahead. No, 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 no. Go ahead, my bad, my bad. No, my bad. I was just going to say, you go from that to IUP where we are literally the minorities and it's just like, well, shit. So even though, you know, majority's white, I'm going to go fuck with the Indian people. I'm going to go fuck with, you know, some more of the Spanish niggas. I'm going to go fuck with some of the, you know, the African well, people. Oh, yeah, Kyle's made me, um, yeah. I thought the KKK doesn't exist anymore. That shit showed me that the KKK is real. No, nah, they ain't our police force. <laughs> mm-hmm. that, that's yeah. what I'm talking about. Like, it's, it's just like it's a, it's 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 exposure. Like, you can get that exposure just by traveling or whatever. But like, it's one of those things where it'll take you a lot longer to naturally go towards wanting to travel and go somewhere. Like, mm-hmm. usually, usually, like when you when especially the way like the American education system is everything is spoon fed to you, spoon fed to you. And so like college is that transition where it's like, it's, it's kind of spoon fed to you a little bit in the beginning, but it's like, all right, you got to go out there and you got to go get it where, so it kind of helps usher you into that. Whereas if you, if you don't go and you just like, you essentially just become a part of a workforce and a local worker. You start, you become a part of that rat race quicker and you get deeper into it quicker. And then Mm. what ends up happening is you don't get around to traveling until a few years later, not to say that there's anything wrong with it, but I do. That's why I'm saying like, I think college and it's just one of those things where it's just like, there's no other scenario where ever in life, literally, that you'll be every day exposed to something different all the time, a bunch every single day. Can I can I reframe it a little bit though? Because what you're saying makes is definitely perfect sense. It's like you don't know what you don't know, basically. But right. what if, uh, what if we were to say like if you were to redo it again, like if you had the knowledge that you had now, and you or you could tell your younger self or just you know whatever would you still go to college or would you try to seek the things that college taught you elsewhere? Mind if I take this one? Yeah, go ahead. Um, specifically for me, if I had the knowledge that I had now to tell myself about college, my college experience would have been different. I still would have gone to college, but I think I would have went to college with a more precise focus because I noticed the one thing to me in college was changed my major twice I I came in as a forensic biologist and then I actually graduated with a sports management degree so those two years of that being undecided pretty much caused me a lot of exposure that I could have had within the major which probably either could have translated to more networking opportunities possible internships and eventually the grandiose job to help you pay back student student loans so for me and I feel like sometimes that can be a lot of people, you know, there is some students and I'm not going, I'm not going to uh, dwell too long on this point, but there are some students that go into college as undecided majors. So they just finish off their prerequisite courses and then get into something more specific and focused so they can get into that field. Well, to me, I feel like there should be a little bit more of an easier transition period. Like, Basic seminar classes are just not enough to truly understand what you really want to do for the rest of your life and make a career out of it. Some people be like me 
oh, I like forensic biology because CSI is cool. And doing, doing um, class science projects in, in 12th grade was really, really fun. Not realizing what that actually entitled, what that actually, excuse me, what that actually dealt with. Going to chemistry, trigonometry, calculus one and two, and you had to take pretty much, you know, 18 credits back to back to back. As a freshman, that's pretty intimidating. So that's exactly why I changed. So if I could go back, I would go back with a different focus, if that answers your question. Mm-hmm. But you would still go to college, though. Like, you, you would – that's not – that's still something you would do. Yeah, that's I, – I believe I believe no one can take my education away from me, point blank, period. I don't care who you are. You're not going to take my – you're not going to take my two degrees from me or my two minors. But I will say I would like to go back with a different focus a different focus and more so of like being precise about what I want, not just standing in a broadband of like, oh, this is nice. No, I want to go for this one thing. I need to be here. Like, let's eliminate, let's cut the, let's cut, cut the fluff and get straight to the point. Yo, you know what's yeah. funny about that? Like, I feel like in America, college is so unstructured. Like I have relatives in, um, in England, Birmingham. And you know what, college, first off, they started in high school. But not only that, when they're in college, you take one semester, you learn. The next semester, you uh, you work. And like, like, let's say you're going to school to be a doctor, right? You're taking class your first year as a doctor. Your next year, um, you're in a hospital for a year. So you can actually learn a job. You can see if that's what you want to do or if you want to pursue something else. Here, I feel like a lot of people, this is a kind of college. For some people, you could go in blindsided, especially as a freshman in college. Like, there's some people who, if they don't take college seriously, they'll fuck around, pick any major. And then once they graduate, they're like, fuck, that's not what I really wanted to do. Or fuck, I just spent all this money in college, and the degree that I have ain't really worth shit. Yeah, Um, I think, like, it, it, it just depends. Like if you um like, I would say like in in my case like I went I went in as an economics major, and like I was it I was lucky enough to like have it like match up with who I am as a person and how I think and everything, uh and so I was also able to like monetize it while still kind of like enjoying it and not feeling like it's a waste, but if you if you go in like like Lance said, he would go in with more focus. He could have saved himself time, money, and he could have like seized more opportunities. So I think I think that's just like a lot of a lot of what people end up doing when they waste and they go, they they end up like going, they pick a major, they get into it and then they realize, yo, I can't do this. And they do another major because it's like you already took all the prerequisites. You might as well switch majors and just bite it on the chin and a lot of people do that and then um i would imagine you see that a lot with uh with people who are like in the first generation of their family to to go to college like you you don't get put on game like that or if you go to a different kind of college you don't get put on the game like i like me i didn't get put on to game it was more like i had to navigate that shit myself like I had to figure out how to go to that bursar's office and like all that stuff. So like, I think for me, it, I got a little bit, uh, I, I got something different out of it, or at least I, I'm, my perspective is something different out of it. 
So I, I think it is definitely one of those things where you, if you can get, if, if somebody you got like above you, like a parent or something that could put you on game and, and show you what to do and, and give you that leeway, then like college is definitely worth it. You can do it the right way. No doubt. Yeah. I think we're missing the biggest point of college though. Like the biggest um, pro of it. Um, I'm pretty sure all of us, before we went to college, we were living at home with our parents. College was our first step, you know, in the world by ourselves. And, you know, I feel like college accelerated um, my growth as a man, as an adult, because um, I, I believe it does it for everybody. Yeah, I had fun. I turned up and stuff. But when I graduated with my degree, you know, I was still young. I feel like, you know, I reached maturity faster than if I didn't go to college. And I only will say that, like, I'm not, there are mature people, obviously, who don't have degrees, but just overall, like, just looking around in the world, I just feel like um, if you're collegiate, then most likely you're going to be, you're going to reach adulthood, not adulthood, but you're going to reach maturity faster than someone else who didn't go to college or the military. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, for me, I mean, for the most part, like, you know, I agree with like most of the things that you guys say It's the only thing is just like the price. Um, but for me is, um, if I could like redo it, like sometimes I just think like, I would, I would, I wish there was a way you could just self-educate. Um, I mean, you can, that's exactly what I would do. I'll probably um, not go to college and just self-educate everything that was um, relevant instead. Um, and See, just kinda... That's bad for society though. If, if you got everybody self-educating, cause then people yeah. start to teach what they want to learn or they start to teach it. They start to teach the history that they want to. Yeah. One, one thing um, that college actually teaches you low key is how to um, do research. Um, otherwise that's why yeah. a lot of people, um, believe what they want to believe in here yeah they, they don't they can't tell like this um they can't distinguish sources they don't realize that a source might have a hidden bias and stuff like that um so that's why you they'll end up you get like flat earthers and all that crazy shit because mm -hmm. um, they yeah. don't know how to vet sources so that's a good point the dangers of um if you were to self-educate without um doing it right so. exactly talk about you don't know what you don't know like yeah, you don't if know you got you people know. who don't even they don't even know to ask the question to challenge the source in the first place, which is wild. Cause like in college, it does teach you like, yo, what's your reference make sure it's credible. What, what makes a reference credible? Yada, yada, yada. It's like, yo, if you don't even know to even begin the conversation about references or whatever, mm -hmm. then like if somebody tells you something, you, you kind of forced to like take it because you don't you don't even have the tools or the awareness to to try and go get those tools uh, you want to hear the craziest thing now i learned a lot of that shit in high school um actually, i felt sometimes feel like i i got more of my base in, in um in high school than college not my high school i'm about to say yeah, i mean my high school costs like the same as a uh, as a college so we, yeah, was that, we went to a college preparatory school yeah, was, uh, yeah, yeah. So i had a, I had a yeah. question for y'all same y'all did y'all know how to do a cover letter for real, for real. did y'all know how to do a cover letter coming out of high school no no nah. nah. when they teach it when they teach us to do a cover letter do you remember 
Actually, no. They taught us that in uh in GA. They, they taught us how to do a cover letter in ninth grade. The yeah. first, yeah, that's the I mean, first, I, I the first day. That was the first thing we had to learn. We had to, that wow, shit resonated with wow. you, man. Yeah. <laughs> no, they ain't teach us that, man. I felt see. Oh, they let I us. One of the biggest points about college, I never took the class, but they got the um, the um, the interview class. I know Dwayne took it. Yeah, they, I took that. How to um do interviews? You don't get that luxury if you don't go to college. So if you applying to these jobs, you going in blindsided because you you know you don't have any type of interview preparation. Well, I mean nowadays you can, um. You can you Google can, that shit. Yeah, now. you can Google it now, or you can take yeah, courses. Now like, but we're talking about the 18 to 22 year old. Are they really Googling That's... stuff? Well, they yeah, should. Yeah. They have to. They're going to get left out. Well, I've given interviews, and um, people don't know they actually dress up and shit. So it's definitely it's a, it's a thing. People don't even know. Yeah, I was about to say, because Temple used to make you, uh, they used to yes, make sir. you take a class too. And like in the class, when you would go, they would tell you things like, yo, this is how you got to wear your facial hair. This mm-hmm. is what you need to do. You need to wear professional attire. Yeah, yeah, exactly. This is how your resume should be structured. Like they're, they're literally showing you like, yo, this is how you play the game. And yeah. so, like you said, that when you see people that don't even know to wear something presentable to the interview and, and to be nice and trim, it's like, yo, they don't even, not only do they not know how to play the game, they're not even aware that the game exists. And that's what, that's what, that's what's real sad. That's what's kind of like, that's why I was saying like, you, you know, I don't know where I would be if I didn't go and I wasn't forced to get that exposure to like different things and and you know what I mean it's just like I think they need to teach this stuff earlier that's a that's a big problem you shouldn't have to go to college to learn that if that's like the, literally the game like what the hell are we doing um from grades nine nine to twelve if for us nine nine through twelve should be actually for real for real, eighth grade through twelve because you start looking at colleges your sophomore year because yeah, in junior nice. year you got to take the SAT no, I, I think I think the system needs to change. I, I think instead of because it used to be you you go to school until eighth grade, and then it was like okay, no, no, now you gotta go to school to high school, and then they just froze it there. And it's like, nah, if you want humanity to move forward or your civilization to move forward, it's like, yo, you gotta make the associate's degree a thing, which is essentially all the prerequisite classes of a university, and that and then that that would teach you how to write a paper, get sources, and you can take different electives and shit like that while you're there because all your classes ain't going to be English and all your classes ain't going to be math. And I think that's where you can learn how to do things in the real world. Cause the world is, a, it's, it's more, there's more information to absorb. You're going to have to go to school longer. Like, yeah, that's just what it is. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. You like education is never a bad thing for sure. And um, yeah, if there was some way we could just like, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Don't, don't nobody want to hear this, but like you might need an extra two, two more grades instead of um, just dumping us off in college at 18 and say, here, take this debt. I know you, feel like, you feel like junior college, us, junior colleges are, should be more prevalent then? Um, I, just I don't know much about them, but it to, sounds like it. You know, you ever heard of IMG Academy? No. Yeah. Which would, really? would be the equivalent of like all the prerequisites of a yeah. university class. Yeah. Like you just make right it now. mandatory. You, it's yeah. like, yo, instead of a high school diploma being mandatory, you make an associate's degree mandatory. Yeah, That's I want to say this though. Like I know, so it sounds like all of us here we're on we're all on the same accord that college is worth it, right? What are you going to say to a young kid who doesn't want to go to college who just wants to start his own business? Um, 
if you if you got kids when they grow up and they don't want to go to college, um, are you going to force them to go to college? Well, not you can't force anybody, right? But are you going to like um, try to persuade them to go to college, or are you going to tell them like, mm-hmm. hey, chase your dreams? No, I would I would probably tell them that they need to, if all right, you don't want to go to college, but you better you're going to have to do go to some sort of educational um, facility, whether that's a trade school or get mm-hmm. your um you know, associate's degree. You got to do something. You can't just like run out here with, uh, you know, just nothing. It's just not how it yeah. is, unfortunately. Yeah. But I mean, why though? Could... If if they could start a business. Well, then well, no. at that point, you just. I mean, I would definitely. If they had a solid business plan and they knew their shit, I mean. But but again, like, <laughs> what start a business with what skill? Like you you still got to learn a skill to start a business. I mean, a lot of businesses are just started by having, by seeing an efficiency, an inefficiency in the market and just capitalizing on it. So like if- That's if business you, management. Like, that's, 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 you got to take a class for that. That's a skill. Not, I don't think you need, I don't necessarily think you need to. Um, some people just can just see it. Um, I mean, you anyway. can do that. Well, like you can, some people can just see it. Yeah, you can see it and you can do that if it's your business. But like, if you can just see it and you're one of those people that can just see it, like- you would you still got to work for somebody to display that you could see it in order to start your business. So no matter what business you start, you still got to hone the skill. Like nobody, you can't just go in and say like, yo, I can just manage this business. I see the inefficiency. They'd be like, motherfucker, who the fuck are you? Like, what are your credentials? Just because you start a business don't mean you got to. I was about to say, yeah, you don't have to, if you start your own business, you ain't got presented to nobody. Yeah. Yeah, But what, okay. You start a business, what you going to start it in? It could be anything. It could be the simplest thing. It could be someone doing car wraps, who's uh, spray painting cars, or somebody selling clothes. I know a 13 year old um, in Philly. He has a Spurgo line. He making a lot of money. That's a business. Yeah, you still gotta have a skill. What's his skill? He 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 his has skill a skill. Is, he's an entrepreneur that designs clothes, and he's the. The CEO, the founder, and the so he designed clothes. Well, well, yeah, you're right. Like you don't. That's another. That's the thing, though. You don't necessarily. If you already have, if you're just like naturally born with a skill, like you may not necessarily need to go to college. I mean, look at the NBA. These guys don't need to really go to college if they if they didn't want to. Um, No, they don't go to college, but they they go to what would be the equivalent of college when they go to uh, like their trainers and they go to work out with these different people and do these different workouts, like, and do these uh, workout regimens and and stuff like that. Like, that's the equivalent, like, what they're paying them, they're paying them college tuition prices. That's college for basketball. That's really all it is. Are you saying... um, LeBron has a... LeBron has three doctorates in fucking basketball, bro. Because he (laughs) spends $2 million every year on his body. So every year he's just learning more about basketball. He's getting better about with the movements, everything. He's becoming more of a basketball expert. Hmm. That's basketball college. At least that's how I equate it. It's like, cause, but he's either way, he's still honing a skill. Oh yeah, for sure. His his skill is that he's a professional athlete. Yeah. So he's going to invest as much as he possibly can. And I actually do. I think I, I actually applaud you. That's a very good, that's a very good analogy, especially using somebody like the like LeBron, or even think about like how, like how Kareem had like an ultra strict disciplined fitness diet. Everything he did was to make himself better on the court. So if you think about it, that's almost like being an entrepreneur. Everything I do is to 
in the for the you know for the greater good to improve my business. All right, well if I'm going to take a class or if I'm getting more knowledge or education is something I'm doing something to to improve myself. So yeah, you got to be yeah. a professional. Exactly. A like no matter what. But, no yeah, matter what. what. Yeah, it's like no matter what. It's like even whether it's college, you know, whether it's you know working on your craft, you know, whether it's learning more about um, um, an industry so that you can you know start a business in it. You gotta educate yourself, and you gotta um, you gotta hone your skill. What um, it's just a, it's just you know college is one of the means to do it, and there's a lot of ways in the world to do it. Yeah, uh, definitely. There there is more than just college. It's like you you can just like do something else, especially if like I would say like for my kid, I would always want you to have like some kind of skill, something you can always fall back on, no matter what, so that. Like if all your businesses, if everything was taken away from and you started from dirt scratch zero, you would be able to say, you know what? I know how to weld <laughs> or yeah, like I know how to walk. Yeah, world. like yeah. I know how to farm. Like I like know how to do something because I mean, for real, for real, in order to make your businesses better, you, you're going to need some research development. Like that's all enriching yourself, learning and like doing new things. So. I would always want my kid to like do something like you don't got to go to college and get a degree, but you know why, if you want to learn about agriculture, why not go work on a farm? Why yeah. not take online courses with this shit, read some books about it. Like Elon Musk don't got no fucking rocket science degree. This nigga just read a bunch of books and, and <laughs> shot rockets into space. He paid people who had the degrees. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> True, but he but he knows how it all works just by reading the books. Mm -hmm. So it's like he can still run that John, which mm -hmm. is which is wow. So it's like, especially in today's day and age, yo, there's no excuse for being ignorant. Yeah. Information is just thrown at you all yeah, the time. There's so much sources out here for information. Yeah. But they, you know, they make like online courses and everything. So like at least that's like if you wanted to professionalize it a little bit it's getting easier um, yeah that's 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 gonna change the world yeah or it's changing the world well listen man that was episode eight of the rns podcast please subscribe we're on apple music i mean apple podcast <laughs> um we're on spotify anchor yeah but we, yeah, we love man, you listeners we, we love, love you episode eight we out